in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Monday within the octave of Easter. Today being the 18th day of April 2022. Let us call upon God that He may fill us with the presence of His Spirit. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is the call to courageous Christian witnessing. The call to courageous prophetic Christian witnessing. Today, the first reading is taken from the Acts of Apostles, chapter 2, from verse 14 and verse 22 to verse 33. And the Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 28, from verse 8 to verse 15. Dear friends in Christ, it takes a lot of courage for anyone to be able to stand and testify as a witness in any situation where there is a case between two persons. It's difficult because it requires a lot of courage, a lot of courage to stand whatever may come out of bearing testimony to the truth as one knows regarding the case at hand. If he or she gives the true picture of the situation, the one who has done the wrong thing will not be happy. The one who has done the right thing, who is upright and uh, who deserves a just justice in the situation, will be glad. And if he or she refuses not to, I mean, refuses to be truthful and honest in testifying. The one who is innocent will be angry, and the one who is guilty will be happy. And in whichever way, he will always have to um, contend with the likely opposition that will come from the one who feels um, not too favored by his or her testimony. But this is the reality of life. In Jesus Christ... Uh, while he was still around in human form, had 12 apostles. None was a female. All were men. And these worked very closely with him as his collaborators in bearing witness to him. But surprisingly, after his death and resurrection, the first set of peoples he appeared to were women, as even recorded in the Gospel of today. They were the one who carried the message of his resurrection to the apostles, first of all. And you will know that in the Jewish culture, especially as at the time of Jesus, women were considered, you know, to be literally nothing and had no force or power to command um, respect of the public by what they say. In other words, there is no much of power in their own testimonies. But today, Jesus calls them, giving them this mandate to be courageous and prophetic in bearing witness to him. 
And what is the witness? That he, though dead and buried, is risen. Ordinarily, the apostles wouldn't have taken their story serious. Ordinarily, the public, the Jewish public, wouldn't have taken their story serious. But because of the level of courage, the level of boldness, the prophetic touch in their witnessing, in the testimony they shared, prompted the apostles, Peter, John, and the others, to go and to confirm the story. And upon confirmation, and after the of course, they started proclaiming this gospel, and they persecuted by the Roman authorities of the time, they went into hiding. But with the incident, incident of the Pentecost, the Pentecost experience, Peter will now come out and begin to speak bluntly about the resurrection of Christ, how the Jewish people in in, in a collusion with the Roman authorities condemned Jesus, who is God made man. Innocently, he was condemned. Unjustly, he was condemned to death. They put him to death. But he died, he rose the third day because this was in accordance of the divine plan God the Father had for him for the redemption and salvation of the world. And so, Peter also, representing the other apostles and of course all Christians around the world, with uh, such an apostolic courage, with such a uh, prophetic courage, spoke prophetically condemning the evils of his time and bearing witness to Jesus, the risen Lord and Master. Friends in Christ, this is the life to which God has called us. The life of courageous, prophetic Christian witnessing. It is not enough not to live in sin. It is not enough not to commit sin. Dear child of God, if you attain the level of life that is devoid of sin, you have attained a whole lot of growth, but you have not arrived. As a matter of fact, the core of our Christian calling is the courageous, prophetic Christian witnessing. Your life should conflict with that which does not promote the will of God. Having experienced the resurrection power, it is time for us to go forth, go all out, and begin to bear witness to the risen Lord by the way we live our lives. Our lives must be lived in the light of God, which dispenses all forms of darkness. The darkness of injustice, the darkness of uh, 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 wickedness, the darkness of oppression, the darkness of deceit, the darkness of lies, the darkness of corruption, the darkness of ethnic bias, the darkness of racism, the darkness of immorality, the darkness of abortion, the darkness of inordinate quest for pleasure, the darkness of ungodly sexual relationships, the darkness of ritual killings, the darkness of abuse of power, the darkness of embezzlement. Our lifestyle must challenge and confront this as a way of bearing witness to the risen Lord. And it takes a lot of courage. 
It takes a lot of boldness. In fact, it requires apostolic courage and determination to prophetically live lives that will promote and proclaim Jesus crucified, died, and risen. But it is in this courageous, apostolic, and prophetic Christian witnessing that we become to the fullest the true children of God. We too have been empowered through the resurrection of Christ. Not to live in fear anymore. Not to be timid anymore. In, in fact, Paul writing to Timothy will tell Timothy and all of us that we should fan into flame the fire we received when hands were laid upon us. The Spirit of God we received when hands were laid upon us. And indeed, we have all received the laying on of hands at baptism and many at confirmation and at other instances in our Christian journey in life. The spirit we have received is not a spirit of timidity. It is a spirit that enables us to cry out, Abba, Father. We have received the spirit of Jesus Christ, the risen Lord. Let us make manifest this spirit by the way we live our lives. Let us go out transforming the world for good. Let us become a people that are instruments of the kingdom of God coming into the world. And the only way we can do this is to become agents of light that will confront, that will challenge, and that will dispel the darkness of sin in wherever we find ourselves. This definitely will attract to us a whole lot of challenges and in some instances troubles, resentments from people, especially those who benefit and uh, um, enjoy the life lived in the darkness of sin. If you stand against corruption, for instance, in your place of work, everybody will not clap for you. There will be some form of resistance, some form of opposition, and even at times some form of persecution and affliction. But dear child of God, I tell you, keep standing on your feet. It may be tough, it may be challenging, but know this, God will never allow the soul of his beloved to know decay. God will never allow his prophet to know um, disgrace. God will never allow those who are his own to be put to shame. Yes, dear child of God. It may be difficult and challenging, but God is always with you to fight your cause and to defend you. For he has said to Jeremiah, as he says to all of us today in Jeremiah chapter 1, that if we will not be dismayed before the people, but proclaim him to the people without fear, without any, um, without compromising, he himself will come to manifest his power, glorifying us and putting them to shame even before us. He did that in the life of Isaiah. He did it in the life of the apostles. He will do it in your own life, in my own life, in our own life, in our generation. The problem Christians of our generation face is the problem of prophetic, apostolic, courageous Christian witnessing. Let us rise with boldness, with courage, with determination, and then with unshakable firm faith and resolve to bear witness to the risen Lord by our words of mouth and by our way of life, 
putting to death every form of evil of our own time and generation through Christ our Lord. And as you do that, may Almighty God continue to bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always and do have a fruitful working week.